It wasn't pretty, but our New Orleans Saints are 1-0. Derek Carr with some big throws. The defense with a lot of takeaways. Let's talk about it right here on the Straight Up Saints podcast. You're listening to the Straight Up Saints podcast. What is up, Houdet Nation? Welcome back inside the Straight Up Saints podcast, our first post-regular season game recap of the 2023 season. And thankfully, it's a win. Now, it wasn't pretty, 16 to 15. There's a lot of things that the Saints have to clean up, and we'll talk about that. But I want to start off with the number one takeaway that I had from this game. And as always, if you're listening or watching on YouTube, you can leave your comments, and I'll get them up in just a little bit. But I want to start with the quarterback. Look, I'm going to get into the defense. I'm going to get into Chris Olave having a great performance. I'll talk about the good, and of course, I'll talk about the bad. And I know a lot of people want to discuss Trevor Penning and how he performed, and obviously, it was not ideal. But let's start off with Derek Carr. I thought Derek Carr at times today really struggled. And I thought there were moments in the red zone where all the concerns that we've heard from Raiders fans for about the last 12 months, they kind of came to fruition, right? Just didn't look comfortable, was throwing it in the dirt. And I thought, okay, here we go again. But what did he do late in the game? He had the biggest throw of the game, 41-yard completion to Rashid Shaheed down the field when, let's be honest, the run game was not going anywhere. So Derek Carr, for me, what I saw today, was it enough for me to start, you know, singing and dancing? No. But I thought he looked like a significant upgrade over what the Saints had last year. And obviously, there's so much talk on Twitter about, oh, did the Saints really upgrade over Andy Dalton? You watch today's game, and I think you'll get your answer. So I want to tip my cap to Derek Carr for making the biggest play of the game. But obviously, it's a lot easier to make those big plays when you got a big-time receiver in Chris Olave, who I thought solidified his status as wide receiver one today eight catches, 112 yards. And when he's doing that so effortlessly, right? Like a cool, a really cool, calm 112 yards. I think it makes life easier for a guy like Michael Thomas who can settle into a different role. He doesn't need to be 2019 Michael Thomas. And I think that's great for the Saints that he doesn't need to be 2019 Michael Thomas because you're asking for a lot for a guy who's dealt with a lot of injuries. So when Alave is doing his thing, Michael Thomas could slide into that role. And then you have Shahid who, Look, didn't start the season on the right foot, right? A, a Literally a fumble on the first play of the season. You're going, okay, so much for that kind of year two breakout. But he was great today. Over 80 yards, had the first touchdown of Derek Carr's Saints career. And I thought he looked sharp, especially towards the end with those end arounds. So I love what I saw from Shahid. Obviously, Olave was a star, but Derek Carr, some big throws towards the end. The red zone stuff has to get fixed, but the red zone issues could be a product of the O-line, which I'll talk about in just a second. So let me get into the defense before I get into the offense, uh, into the offensive line. Cause man, I, I have some thoughts about Trevor Penning and I'm sure a lot of you guys are going to agree with it, but let's go into the defense. The first thing I want to point out is the turnovers. Holy crap. Was that something today? Now I know in the preseason, the saints are forcing takeaways and we were all excited about that, but the preseason is one thing and the regular season, a whole different animal. And I know that part of today was Ryan Tannehill not playing good quarterbacking. Like, that was the worst quarterbacking I've seen in a little bit. You know, I mean, I thought Tannehill should have had five interceptions today. He threw one right at Ugo Amadi's chest. Uh, there was one that Alante Taylor tried to break in and pick off. Lattimore could have had a pick towards the end. I mean, I know he had a pick earlier, but he could have had his second pick later in the game. So Tannehill wasn't great. I understand that. But when you force three interceptions and you only had seven as a team last year, yeah, I'm going to be really excited about that. I'm going to be very excited about the Saints being able to force turnovers at a high rate like that because turnovers are key. And you're going to win a game nine times out of ten 
when you force a quarterback to have three interceptions. So that was crucial for them. Got to give Cole Granderson his props. One and a half sacks on the game. He was a menace. Nonstop getting pressure on Ryan Tannehill. Forced him into some of those really bad throws. So I thought that was a big part for the Saints. The D-line stepped up. Even at this stage in his career, Cam Jordan, still a pretty damn good player against the run and also against the pass, had that half sack in there. Brian Brzee made some plays. Now there is the downside, right? Peyton Turner got hurt on a really good play too. And I feel for the guy, man. I feel for him. It's just shit luck at this point. It's just really, really bad luck that he gets hurt. But I thought Granderson was phenomenal. Lattimore looked like lockdown Lattimore. The rest of the secondary stepped up, man. I think Alante is so close to having a house call. I don't know when it's going to happen, but at some point this season, he'll have a pick six. We'll come back to this and we'll be excited about it. Uh, Marcus May had the tip drill interception. This defense was swarming. And I know there's going to be a lot of things that, that Dennis Allen will get ripped on. And I think a lot of it goes with the way the offense performs and, and maybe whether or not he should be a little bit more aggressive and have a little bit more of a, a say as to what his coordinator's doing. But defensively, coach the masterpiece. They didn't make a lot of silly mistakes defensively forced a lot of turnovers, had pressure on Tannehill all day long, and they didn't give up a touchdown. Like, that's another thing that I have to put into this game, right? Had the Saints lost, you would have to say it was on the offense because how do you blame a defense if they don't give up a touchdown the entire game? So a defense, absolutely phenomenal. They picked up where they left off last year when they played great against the Panthers and didn't have great offensive play. And although the offense wasn't great today, yet again, defense did their thing. So proud of that unit. And, and I think for New Orleans, uh, this should help them going forward because what they were able to do specifically in the second half, shutting down Derrick Henry, making sure he wasn't a factor nearly as much as he was early in the game, it made things so much easier, so much easier for this team. And I'm just really excited. I think that this unit's going to get better over time. Uh, and hopefully now we just hope that Peyton Turner comes back. It's not a major injury. And I don't, I don't believe it'll be. I think the guy just tweaked his ankle. So maybe he's only out a week or two. But yeah, I, I got to say defense, A-plus all around. It's hard to watch today's game and be mad about the defense in any capacity. And you can't be mad anyway because the Saints won. But my, my key takeaway, like when I finished this game, was offensively, Carr made the clutch throw that he needed to make. And defensively, they're no longer just holding teams to low yard num yardage numbers. They're forcing turnovers. And if you do that, that's going to pay dividends for this team. So I've said a lot of positive things. I, I got to be fair now. Let's get into the bad. Let's get into the, the part of things that just didn't sit well with us. And the first glaring one is going to be Trevor Penning just getting beat like a drum. So I'm going to be honest with you guys. During every Saints game, I write my notes, obviously, because I don't want to be ill-prepared. And I want to make sure that as I'm going through this live stream and, and the podcast to come, that I'm talking about things that during the game stood out to me. And obviously, when your left tackle is just getting spun around like a turnstile, that's going to stand out to me. But I literally went through my notes, and this is what I had. In a segment of like maybe 10 minutes, I wrote Trevor Penning beat badly. I moved on to the Peyton Turner injury, and I moved on to Zach Bond's block uh, punch, which was great, obviously. And then I went, Trevor Penning beat again. Marshall Lattimore interception, Trevor Penning beat again. And it got to the point where like Derek Carr, I was legit worried for his safety. He was just getting destroyed. And I'm not saying Arden Key's a bad player, because Arden Key's a very solid football player, and he's had success on different locations now. It's not just you know, with the 49ers, we've seen him have uh, success around the league. But you cannot look that bad today. You just can't. It got to the point where people on Twitter were going, what if you put Hurst at left, uh, left tackle and you bring in Pete? You know how bad you have to be for Saints fans to be like, yeah, you know, I wouldn't mind if Andrews Pete comes in the game. Pete's the guy that used to get all the shit on Twitter. But now Penning got it today. 
and it's just one game. And I don't know if this is going to be indicative of the way that Penning's going to play the entire season, guys. I don't. I think he could get better over time. I still think his footwork has to get better. And again, it's his first real test as like the full-time starter. But I watched today, and my concern was, A, you don't have a left tackle. And B, if you don't have a left tackle, how long does your quarterback make it through the season before he gets hurt? Because it, it goes hand in hand, right? You can't have crappy O-line play and expect everything to be okay. And honestly, I think the crappy O-line play is part of the reason why I don't have a clear evaluation of Derek Carr. I thought Derek Carr made some silly decisions today. Didn't like how he was in the red zone. And the interception was just a bad interception. Defensive, uh, the, I think the linebacker or safety, whoever was on that play, I can't remember, read his eyes and saw where he wanted to go. But when you're getting beat like a drum for almost the entire second quarter and then a good half of the third quarter, it's very hard for me to get a good read on you. And, and the one thing I'll say about Trevor Penning, which is where – I mentioned I'll give credit to DA defensively, but I won't offensively. Is at some point as a coach, you got to realize your guy doesn't have it. And you got to say, okay, I got to do anything and everything to give him help. So I make sure my quarterback, who I just made us pay $160 million for, doesn't get pummeled into the ground every two seconds. So that's where I would say, and I'd say the broadcast, which I really didn't love the broadcast. I thought McCarty did a really good job with the color commentary. But I think it was... So maybe Ross Tucker didn't really love what he did. I, I didn't think his commentary was excellent. I thought moments he was right. But the one moment where he was right, and I give him credit, was at some point it was on the coaches to be like, all right, you know, Trevor Penning cannot be doing this anymore. Like, they need to get him help. And if you leave him one-on-one, -on -one, you're subject to the consequences of your own actions. So, again, really, really didn't like what I saw from Penning. But even the O-line as a whole, I thought a lot of the stunt plays from uh, Tennessee really shook up the interior. And that concerns me. Like, this O-line needs to be good for the Saints to go where they need to go because you don't have the type of quarterback that if all hell breaks loose, he's just going to run around and make ridiculous plays. Like, you need you need to have better uh, protection around your quarterback. And again, it's just week one. I don't want to sound the alarms because A, the Saints won. B, the Saints defense look elite. And again, if the Saints are going to be a contender this year, it's going to be built off the defense. We're, we're not expecting them to be this explosive offense. But... Again, week one, defense was great, but I need to see better O-line play because I think a lot of the failures that the Saints had today was structured off that, you know, and obviously not being able to run the football, but that's, that's something in its own other entity where it's like, I don't think there's enough creativity. Obviously not having Alvin Hurts, not having Kendrick Miller hurt. So the Saints didn't have a lot of options in the backfield. Thankfully, Jamal Williams iced the game. He almost gave us a heart attack in the process, losing the football. But yeah, not a lot of creativity in the run game. And the offensive line wasn't blocking well. But that also probably goes hand in hand with you not being able to run the football. So I'm going to get into all the comments that you guys have to say. And I'll add a couple more notes of myself. Uh, but before we do that, I just want to get to a quick word from one of our sponsors, DraftKings. Can you believe we've had seven months without an NFL game? Crazy, right? Well, good thing that's over. NFL's here in DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. Download now and use code BOOT to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting 5 bucks. That's code BOOT only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Once again, thank you to DraftKings for being part of the program. Before I get into fan comments in just a second, a couple more notes that I want to mention. Uh, Blake Rupi, really good. I mean, he got a 52-yarder. I would have liked to see the Saints gone for it there because I believe it was fourth and one. 
I feel like that's prime Taysom Hill territory. And I thought the Titans weren't scoring, so why not go put your offense out on the field? And that's also giving your defense confidence, too, where it's like, I trust you to get a stop if we don't convert here. Obviously, you want to convert. But I thought that was a moment where I was like, okay, didn't love the the lack of aggression. But Blake Groupie made the kick. He was three for three. I got to give him some credit. I know that kind of gets like, you know, swept under the rug when you're focused on the defense and stuff like that. But I thought he was good. Uh, I also thought that that Lou Headley was okay. Pretty solid. Like, I think his average was around 48 yards per, uh, per punt, which uh, is good enough for me. And there was consistency, which I did like. Only special teams thing, didn't love, obviously didn't love the Shahid fumble, but I think Shahid should start taking advantage of the new rule. I mean, you fair catch it, you get it at the 25. You don't have to run back every single kickoff. And I think the Saints will probably discuss this, and I know there's plays where you need that spark, but not everyone needs to be returned, and uh, hopefully for the Saints' sake, they can figure that out as time comes. So let's get into comments that you guys have in the chat. I'll pull them up. Uh, and as we go, if something you guys said sparks a thought in my brain, then I'll go from there. But let's see. We got a lot of stuff to get to uh, today. Some Hudak comments here. New Daylight presents as Saints, the bad, smart student of the class who learns last moment for the exam and still passes. Yep, felt that way. I actually really do uh, like that. Uh, tell us your biggest takeaway from the game. Media, us, of course. Encourage you guys to do that. Let's see uh, what you guys have there. Bayou Boys 504. Shouldn't have been close. Played us on that Olave deep pass. Uh, that was DPI. It was, and that would have probably iced the game. Saints were up four at the time. If they get the DPI, worst case, they get a field goal out of it. And again, field goal would have put them up seven, and the Titans weren't scoring a touchdown today. So yeah, New Daylight percent. Can we talk about the defense, give them a break, uh, and do offense only? Well, defense, when I talk about them today, that's more so to just to hype them up. I thought they were outstanding. And, and you know, I think for them... I feel like I got to give them credit, right? Not giving up a touchdown, forcing three turnovers. Just great stuff. Great stuff all around. Bayou Boys 504 says once the offense clicks, it's going to be scary. I hope that's the case. And obviously, I want to be fair. No Alvin in the game. That plays a big factor. But the O-line's got to be better, right? Even if you have Alvin, that gives you a nice safety valve. But you need to give your quarterback more time. Brian says, who that win is a win? It absolutely is. Mac with a, with a yut to celebrate in the chat. Simply Tyler Short says, Chris, got to have more faith, man. Which Saints team hurt you, bro? Uh, no, I, look, when I'm, when I'm frustrated, it's because you don't want your $40 million quarterback getting hit a gazillion times. I thought the Saints defense was phenomenal, and I thought if you take out the special team blunder from Shahid, the Saints are really good in two phases of the game, right? Because Blake Groupie was three for three, had the 52-yarder, Lou Headley was consistent, Zach Vaughn had the block punt. So, yeah, I thought the Saints did a really, really good job of, of being consistent. But when you are not protecting your quarterback, and like I said, you invested a lot of money in him, it, it's, it's definitely just the frustrating part. And I will have more faith if this team is able to block. I still think the Saints are good enough, and they showed it today, right? They're talented enough that even when they're not doing things right, they could maybe squeak by with a win. But you got to protect better. All you boys, five forces definitely will take it, no doubt. Me too. Gavin says Penning looked horrible in pass protection. That, that is for sure. Probably being uh, nice about it too. Tyra says, biggest takeaway, Saints have a Super Bowl-level defense and the offense did enough while still figuring itself out to win. Super Bowl defense, again, week one. So like, yeah, I, I still agree. Because this is, again, if they're going to be a contender, they got to do it defensively. So yeah, I'll, I'll take that. And yeah, offense, you just got to hope that you start protecting. Bayou Boy says horrible and they refused to give him help at first. Uh, I believe, I don't know. Oh, talking about Penning. Yeah, Penning. No help there. 
Sandra says, got to fix her O-line. I'm sure that won't be the last person to comment that. And you won't be wrong because you are right. Bayou Boys 504. Penning had Arden Key, who hasn't done much in the NFL, looking like an elite de- uh, defensive end. I mean, I think Arden Key is a very respectable player. But to your point, he made Arden Key look like prime LT at some points. Like, that just can't happen. I'm actually going to pull it up. Arden Key finished the game one and a half sacks. It felt like 15 sacks, but he was just all over the place. Fred says, Big Nuts groupie doesn't sound as good as Big Nuts Lutz, but whatever, kid can kick. And then Bayou Boys 504 and Tyro both say it's uh, groupie, groupies got groupies or groupie groupies. So I'll take either one. Whichever one you guys think, let's roll with it. Uh, it won't be as nice as Big Nuts Lutz, who, by the way, according to CJ, and he's not wrong because I saw it on Red Zone before I went live, uh, the, the Broncos started off the Sean Payton era with, uh, with an onside kick. I think there was a penalty on the play, though. Heck of a ballsy call, I guess. Kyle says the O-line needs to get right. Chris, totally agree. Like, again, if the Saints are going to get to where I think they can go and where a lot of us would like to see them go, got to protect your quarterback. He took a freaking beating at some points today. New Daylight present. By the way, guys, I don't know if I will make it on time for the stream. My leg is stuck below Pete Carmichael's massive balls after that third and fourth in the fourth quarter. <laughs> let me let me say something about Pete Carmichael, right? So Pete Carmichael, I'm not saying he coached a great game because, I, I again, it's hard to say. The O-line was getting just dismantled left and right. But where I'll give him, I'll give him credit on two major things. The Saints realized they weren't going to be able to just run the ball up the middle and stop and just ice out the clock against the Titans because they weren't running the ball for the first 58 minutes. What made you think for the last two, you would be able to have some success? So that's the first thing. The second thing, and I got to give Pete Carmack a lot of credit on this one too, is being able to mix up the run game. Mix it up with Shahid on some end arounds, and it worked pretty well. So I, I got to give him credit on that. And as for the two throws, that's what you want. Derek Carr hit Michael Thomas, which was a really strong catch from MT. And then he hit Shahid down the field, which was his best throw of the game, I would say. Brian says, let's go, Chris. Yeah, let's go, man. I, 1-0 is, is the name of the game. I don't care how you get it as long as you get it. Fred says, Saints going to have to charter a separate flight for away games just for Carmichael Stone. <laughs> oh, you guys crack me up. Re, uh, Regen Gaming 09, Ross Tucker's bad in the booth. Brian also says Ross Tucker is so bad in the booth, uh, booth bro. Dude just would not shut up. Yeah, I, at some points he was whining and like, I don't, I thought the refs weren't good today. Don't get me wrong, but like, they also did miss that PI on Olave. So that, that could have changed it. That could have ended the game. Forget about like changing the game. So I don't know. I just think uh, it's got to be a little bit more fair. And I don't think he was with this commentary. But again, this is, that's kind of like the C or D team. So I get it. It is what it is. Zeke uh, says O-line held up better in pass pro in the second half. They did. They absolutely did. Derek Carr was not getting beat like a, you know, a drum the way he was in, in the first half. Cause the first half it was getting bad, man. I saw him like slam the football. And I'm like, man, we are about to see Derek Carr out here with grown man tears. But instead uh, they, they kind of fixed it a little bit in the second half. I'm going to rewatch the game tomorrow. Obviously I'll look at the coaches film on NFL plus. So I'll, I'll see if, if, if what we saw to the naked eye holds up on the second watch, but hopefully that's the case. Fred says Olave out of the backfield looks unstoppable. Olave looked great, man. I, I thought he was fantastic. Alex says, love what I saw from Granderson. Also thought that the Brazil uh, Braz- had an impactful debut. No sacks, but plenty of quality rushes. Yeah, he was great. I, I thought he was great. I, again, you're not expecting Brian Brzee to have like a sack or two every game. Obviously, first off, a sack or two every game is ridiculous. You, he doesn't need to have a sack every game. If he finishes his rookie season with like five sacks from the interior and he's constantly causing pressure, I would take that. And I thought he did a good job today. 
Bayou Boys says, only play I would say is the interception DC through. He had a lot of uh, nicely placed dimes. Yeah, look, when you gave him time, he did a good job. I thought he also threw the ball down the field extremely well. So, uh, yeah, but a lot of it comes down to what you guys are talking about here, here, the left tackle spot, you know. Max says, of all the three Saints wide receivers, I didn't think Shaheed would be the one with the most fantasy points. It's going to be like that sometimes, right? Because a lot of it's one part of it's touchdowns, but the other part is like, as a defense, you're going to have to pick your poisons if the Saints, if, pick your poison if the Saints wide receiving core stays healthy. Because you got Olave, you got Shaheed, you got Michael Thomas. Can't forget about Juwan Johnson, obviously. And then when Alvin comes back, that just puts you in an even bigger bind which I would like to see. I mean, I want to see the Saints be able to put defenses in a really tough uh, spot. Brzee did have a sack. Did they end up crediting him with one? Oh, they credited him with half a sack. So again, Brzee was great. This kid just seems like a plug-and-play player, but we thought that in the preseason when he started wrecking people. So the fact that it is just coming to fruition is great to see. Kyle says, she and Olave are going to uh, be a problem all season. Sprinkle in MT and Juwan, and we cook him. Yep. How about the block, uh, I don't know why I almost said the C word there. How about the block punt, uh, Kyle says. Yeah, Bond I thought was going to change the complexion of the game. And instead, you know, obviously Saints offense did nothing there, which is unfortunate. This secondary is top five, says peace to, uh, peace to woke. Yeah, I mean, I think the talent is there and, and now the production is there. Lattimore changes everything because Lattimore is so damn good. But I thought Alante Taylor had some big plays. Uh, Debo had the pick, obviously. Tyre Matthew was reading plays really well. Marcus May came up with a tip drill interception. Ugo Omadi stepped in, so it was good. Hal Mendoza says Ryan Tannehill looked like Andy Dalton from last season. Woof. Woof. I don't know. I don't know if Andy Dalton looked that bad outside of the Cardinals game because Ryan Tannehill looked really bad today, man. He missed two. He missed one to Spears and then the trick play. He probably had his guy for a walking touchdown. He missed him. New Daylight presents Jamal 14 runs, three yards, and almost a fumble. It's time for Kendrick. Yeah, I mean, he also had nowhere to run, but but Jamal isn't the type of guy that can be the lead back. He's best in a committee, and I think we'll see Jamal at his best when Alvin's into the fold. Obviously, we don't have Alvin right now, and we won't have him until week four, but that's part of the problem for New Orleans is, is he isn't a lead back like that. He's just not that dude, and it's okay because I still think that Jamal is a, serv- a really serviceable player, and he will be for New Orleans. It's just he's not going to shine in that type of role, and we saw today, obviously, 18 for 45, then what do you have, like two catches for a couple yards? Like, nothing crazy. I know the t- Titans' offense isn't good, but, man, our defense looked great. It did. Look, you still get a, you still got to play well, and you still got to give them credit. Bottled up Derrick Henry in, this, in the second half. I, I got to give them credit for that one right there. Uh, what do we got? Bayou Boys, 504. We definitely should have had more points. We had a block punt and three picks. We got down there a bunch of times and couldn't punch him in. Yeah. If the field goals turn into touchdowns, that changes things. If you don't have that interception from Carr, that changes things. So. Yeah, I agree. Again, you want to see progress next week. You don't want to see this red zone offense continue to be flat. Brian says Turner always hurt. It's it's so frustrating. I, I feel for him, man. It's bad luck half the time. Just call me Trey. Goddamn, this defense is going crazy. We got a quarterback now that can actually win us games post breeze. Special teams are also great. O line got to clean up though. That's fair for me. I I got I got no problems with that. Fred says Mike Evans won't be happy about Lattimore playing like this. Well, we'll see in three weeks. Bucks. Saints, October 1st, I believe. That'll be Alvin's first game back. Space African Jesus. Defense actually played better than the box score. Gave up 12 points. Had three interceptions. uh, Not counting the opening three that was on special teams. And got screwed on a holding call. Yeah, I I actually agree, right? Like, you gave up 15, which is still phenomenal in today's era of football. But it it felt even better like that. I I do agree with you. That's a a very well well point. But again, they didn't let him in the end end zone. That's a big part. 
Kyle says, Ben, but don't break defense. Absolutely. And obviously, that was crucial for them. All you boys, 504. They get Derek Carr more time in the pocket, and it's going to be over. I hope so. I hope so. Alex says, were you surprised the Titans went away from Henry in the second half? He was very effective early. I think the Saints did a good job of bottling up, too, though. I don't think it was just they went away from Derrick Henry. Because Derrick Henry still finished the game with, let me check the box score, 15 carries. He also had two receptions. So, all right, touches weren't great. But, you know, towards the end, he was just getting bottled up. I thought DeMario did a good job. He had some really willing tackling from the Saints. So, I got to give the Saints defense credit, not just the Titans going away from him. Because they didn't have to go away from him. The, the game was a one-possession game the whole time. Red Joseph says it's hard out here in these streets. <laughs> Margaret, oh, O-line, oh my God, help me, Jesus. Yeah, I think at one point I just tweeted Jesus Christ, Trevor Penning, because I just couldn't believe it. Like, it, it just got to the point where uh, I, just, I, couldn't, I, I just couldn't take it. When will we stop having Shahid doing punt, rece- uh, punt receiver uh, or punt returner and wide receiver? Don't we have another guy for receiving or returning? I think you probably mean. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know if they'll consider that at some point. They could. You do have Lynn on the practice squad. Vice says, now they have they had to. We started slowing Henry down. They did. They did, for sure. Uh, Red Joseph, I do still got my Pete Carmichael hang up second and 14. <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about last year all the complaints us Saints fans had with those like second and 10 runs that went nowhere when they did that. Thankfully, they didn't do it when it mattered most, and I think that's the big thing. Max says, you think our terrible run game is a play-calling issue, O-line issue, or just Jamal Williams issue? I think it's like a mixture of everything. The run game was not diverse today. Uh, O-line wasn't great on those, but Jamal's a short yardage back. Like Jamal had a thousand yards last year, but I, I don't think Jamal's ever going to get back to a thousand yards. I'm not trying to rip Jamal. I thought Jamal had a really, really good year. And I still think Jamal is a really solid back. I just don't think he's the type to be explosive enough when it's just him. When you can mix up the tempo and stuff, sure, but they can't do that today with no Kendra and no Alvin. Margaret says, bring someone up from the practice squad. Got to be better than Penny. Unfortunately, no, but I understand that frustration. Besides the one interception, I thought Carr actually was really solid. If Penning wasn't a revolving door, he could have been even better. That third, third down throw was money, says Space African Jesus. And I agree with you. Look, I, I think that, like I said, I couldn't fairly evaluate Derek today, and I'm going to try tomorrow when I rewatch it, because it's like the bad plays he had, it was during that stretch in the second quarter where he was just getting pummeled. And I'm like, okay, I, I don't know. Is he frazzled right now? Is it because he has no time? Like, what's the deal? Brandon Ree says, I think, I think the offense will get better as the season goes on. I would hope so, and I think it will. I do agree with you. Fangs World, I don't know what was going on with Jamal Williams. I don't know if it was him or the O-line, but he could not get it going. Hoping Kendra and Alvin come and save us. Uh, you know, Alvin will obviously, obviously bring a spark to this offense in more ways than one. Uh, I would like to see what Kendra could do too, though. I want to see if, because if Kendra starts doing that, man, then all of a sudden we got problems. Like if Kendry starts struggling too, then it's like, okay, I don't know if this ground game is going to get going. You know, because the Taysom Hill runs weren't effective too. Now they weren't nicely timed, but they weren't effective either. Black Order says, give us Jameis Winston. Jameis would have got pummeled behind that O-line too, if we're being quite honest. You know, I think that's that's just a way to put it. And Jameis holds the ball long too, which would get him more susceptible. And that's not me bashing on Jameis. It's just like, I think with the way left tackle was playing today, it wasn't happening. New Daylight present. I have mixed feelings about how we use Taysom Hill today. The running, the, the running routes were underwhelming. Yeah, the run concepts for Taysom weren't great today. The usage in general wasn't great today. I still think when it's third and short, fourth and short, it should be Taysom Hill territory. Anything other than that is just stupidity. But the Saints clearly didn't feel that way today, and they didn't use him the way I thought they might have used him. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Monday night against the Panthers will be better. 
maybe. I just didn't think today was a great showing. Justin to get uh, just uh, Justin to get me cash says Saints offensive play calling was terrible. Why wasn't Jimmy Graham or Foster, or Foster involved more in the red zone? Yeah, I'm kind of surprised Jimmy wasn't utilized today. Not sure what that was all about. Alex says three strong kicks from Groupie. Happy to see that moment wasn't too big for him. Yep, a very nonchalant three for three with a 52 yard field goal. Money says it's not just one game. Penning did the same. Uh, did the same in the preseason, especially against Chargers. No, no, he was bad. I agree with you. You were thousand percent correct. Uh, very good observation. I agree with you. Uh, it's just it stands out more when you struggle in the regular season like this. You know. Max says Derek Carr's interception for half should have been a touchdown. Olave in the back corner, bro. He was over the top of his cornerback, and the safety couldn't make it over there fast enough. Yep, I saw the the angle of that. It's kind of tough when you see that. I'm sure he'll go back and he'll be kicking himself over it. New Daylight says, can we spend our $20 million left onto someone left into someone instead of penning? I mean, that'd be nice, but there's the, you know, offensive tackles aren't just, you know, sitting around, good ones at least. John says they need to bring in a run game specialist. We need to install more misdirection plays. I'd be shocked if scumbag Gruden doesn't get hired to help Pete. Yeah, look, the the Shahid plays were good. Other than that, the run game was just non-existent. Bayou Boys 504, the line gave us one play at the end. We needed four. They opened up a 10-plus yard hole. I agree. Look, and I, I'm going to go back and I'll highlight that when I rewatch it. When they needed it, they got it, and you take it at the end of the day. You just like to see it more. For the Saints moving Penning inside and maybe Hurst to tackle if Penning continues to struggle, as you mentioned, have to keep Carr up. But I don't know. I, I mean, I'd imagine they keep it the way it is for game two. But, man, Brian Burns on the other side scares the shit out of me. So if Arden Key's messing you up, Brian Burns will probably mess you up. So I'd like to see what the Saints do there. Now, I'll get into more comments, guys. Before we do that, I just want to get into one more sponsor of a show, uh, Crystal Hot Sauce, right here on the Straight Up Saints podcast. I need to clear something up about New Orleans. While our culinary scene might be on fire, our food has never been about heat. It's always been about flavor. And this is how New Orleans does flavor. Are we clear? Crystal, how New Orleans does flavor. Once again, thank you uh, to Crystal for being part of our show. Getting back into more comments here. Drewski says that was a good defense, a good game. Defense was hungry. They sure were because uh, they were eating turnovers uh, left and right. Blair says, yes, Penning was awful, but so was everyone else on the line. Ram had very good moments, but that was it. Yeah, Ruiz struggled. Uh, McCoy struggled. Hurst wasn't great. I agree. We're going to go back and we're going to look at this and we're going to say, man, that was tough, but I want to add, I do think that in terms of the interior, that's where Tennessee can really push people around. But, you know, that's, this wasn't the greatest showing from the O-line in any capacity. There was not one guy today that you looked at and you go, okay, love, the, love what they were able to do. So I agree. Irvin says, thoughts on Carr? Like I said before, I thought he made some mistakes in the red zone. The, the interception wasn't great. But in the second half, towards the end, was playing much better, played with confidence. And he made the two biggest throws of the game that he had to make. And he made the throw of the game. Uh, and Andy Dalton's not going to make that last year. I don't know if the Saints have any quarterback over the last two years that would have made that throw. And again, that doesn't mean Derek Carr is the savior of this team. It doesn't mean Derek Carr is an elite quarterback, but Derek Carr is a massive upgrade over what the Saints had before. My only concern with wait till AK comes back is that AK didn't have a touchdown until week eight in 2022. Pete Carmichael ain't getting no grace stretch. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think what'll help them is the, the short yardage stuff, especially if Derek Carr's flustered or like doesn't have a lot of time to throw you have that outlet and then he mixes it up in the run game but again the run game's not going to matter if the o-line's not moving around you know huge shout out to warner and bond honestly underrated 
defensive players. New Daylight says, yeah, ball with the, the, the blocked punt. Warner was all over the field. I agree. Kyle says, Michael Thomas silently looking good. I, I thought he looked really solid, man. I mean, he started off the, great, the, the game with 37 yards on their first full drive, finished with a little over 60, had the big catch towards the end on that final drive. I thought Mike was, was solid. And again, like I said, Mike doesn't need to be Mike of old. If Mike's giving them 60 yards a game receiving, I would take that. That's still going to get him over 1,000. No. Is it? I don't know. I'm, my math isn't serving me right. Does, would 60 get him to 1,000 for the season? It would be pretty close. But uh, yeah, again, I thought Mike was fine. You know? Why is Michael Thomas not getting targets in one-on-one matchups, but Carr throws to a tight end getting covered by three people? Well, the, the throw to Jawan was just a bad throw. I think we could all agree on that. Uh, as for the Mike situation... It just comes and goes, man. I, I, I thought that for a certain place today, second half was all Olave. Olave was winning his matchups. And especially when they were in that soft zone, Olave was just take, picking them apart. Thoughts on Alante in the slot? Ask Seek. Uh, I really liked how he played. Not a perfect game, but a good start and, has, uh, and, uh, and looks to grow. Yeah, look, I, I agree with you. I thought it was a pretty solid uh, outing for him in the slot. And I think the big thing about Alante was that we, I thought in the preseason he didn't look good in the slot. And I thought today, at the minimum, he looked solid in the slot. And I honestly think he probably looked better than solid. I, I want to rewatch to see if it holds up. But I think Alante is a couple of hairs off uh, before he makes a big play. I really do. I really, really do. Um, now, I'm flipping over to a comment from Blair that I like as well when he talks about Paulson Debo looking like a legit cornerback uh, too. I thought the Saints secondary today was just great. I, th- I thought that overall, everyone stepped up. Everyone. And I mean, you have a play where Olante like cramps up and leaves the game and Ugo Amani comes in and he could have had a pick six, honestly, you know, if he just catches it. So I really like the way the secondary played. I think the town is all there and they are, they're playing to their potential at least through one game. Zico says, give Demario Davis a lifetime contract already. Yeah. De- Demario's man, man, he threw Derek Henry to the ground. I was like, that, that's a strong man. That is a strong man to be able to do that. Kyle says first half with two challenges made the first half so longer than other uh, first half so much longer than other games. It did. It was taking a long time to get through that. Hail Mendoza week one has been sloppy all around the league, except for the Niners. I don't know what happened today. Yeah. Today was week one football at its finest. Browns beat the crap out of the Bengals. Joe Burrow looks terrible. Uh, Bucks beat the Vikings. Um, Steelers getting their ass kicked was kind of shocking. I thought that would be a closer game, but obviously the Niners are a dominant team. Uh, looking around the league, what else did we see today that, that happened that kind of stood out to me? Uh, Colts held their ground for a little bit against the Jags. So some pretty interesting results today. That's, that's for sure. We have, uh, Troy says we have teams, the game plan on stopping. Uh, we gave teams the, the game plan on stopping Derrick Henry. I have a beast like tomorrow, Davis, Collision Fest, all game. Second half was crazy, man. Second half was just all, uh, just all heart from that defense. Up front, Derrick had nowhere to run. And they were hitting hard. Space African Jesus says, Lutz just missed an extra point. Did he really? Did he really? I, again, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. That seemed pretty exciting. I sounded exciting to say that. But uh, yeah, that's not great. And again, I'm not trying to be rude, but I thought the Saints made the right decision with who they went with in terms of the, the quarterback battle, uh, the kicker battle, excuse me. But wow, that's uh, not ideal for Lutz to start off with a missed extra point. That's for sure. Money says we're going to be okay. It's a lot to build off of. Not too bad. You know, Carr is not scared to put that ball down the field when it's needed. Yeah, look, and I was probably more concerned with last year's week one win than this year's because I think this year's week one win, it's like, okay, offensive line has to get better. I understand that. But there were moments when Carr had time that he looked well, and the defense was great to start the season. Defense last year was not great to start the season. 
And I think if the defense is playing at this level to start the year, when you go up against Bryce Young week two, you should be able, should be able to play well against the, uh, the, the Panthers with a rookie quarterback. Space African Jesus says, I love how the game started with MT getting the majority of the early yards and a lob and Rashid picked it up. It was symbolic, almost like a passing of the torch. Yep. And MT still made a nice play on the final drive, but I, I, it was nice to see all three receivers had their moments in today's game. All three had their moments. Fred said, my key takeaway, we have some dudes that can stretch the field and Carr made some throws. If he can get time, that deep stuff will help tremendously. Yeah, Carr, he can sling it deep. If you want to knock him on some stuff, fine, but he could sling it deep. Hill Mendoza says Philly's up 16-0. Damn. Good start there for them. Zeke says running game doesn't look much improved from last year. Still too early to know for sure, though it's just week one. Yeah, I don't want to go into it too yet, but this was not like, this was not the week one run game where I was like, oh, like, like, like this was bad. And I don't want to say that it's, it's, it's done because no Alvin, no Kendra Miller, and the O-line just wasn't great today. But I still want to give them more time. Because there were games last year where the Saints ran extremely well, and I want to hope that they can figure this out. Brandon says, I think the offense will get better once Carr starts getting more chemistry with the wide receivers. I agree. I agree. MT looked aggressive. Of course he did. I mean, he only knows one speed, and, and, and that's just a ball out at that, at that level, you know? Zico says, I'm worried about this run defense. They're going to make Bijan look like the second coming of Derrick Henry. I don't know. I thought the run defense really stepped up in the second half. Like, Derrick Henry had uh, 62 rush yards. So I thought that the run defense looked a lot better in the second half. And I think that if they can play that way moving forward, then that bodes really well for them as they continue to go on. So I think that, again, against an explosive guy like Bijan and that Falcons rushing attack with a guy like Tyler Algier, I'd be scared regardless. But I think that that's a better team too running the football. Like the Falcons are just so good with that, with Arthur Smith's run scheme. So I don't say, I'm not going to say today's game would make me feel like they're not going to stop Bijan. I just think respect to what the Falcons do in terms of running the football. But I thought they did a good job, the Saints did in the second half, of, of stopping the run. Uh, is this is this Devion? I don't, I don't want to say the name wrong, so if I said it wrong, please correct me. Uh, where did the motion plays go from the preseason? Taysom usage wasn't great either. Yeah, hopefully that'll get better as, uh, as the season goes along. Taysom usage was terrible today. Just terrible. But it was week one. Jack says, got to love how we kept Granderson. He played great. Let Davenport go, and he did not play today. Yeah, Davenport missed the game today with an injury. Call Granderson, meanwhile, played outstanding football. Outstanding football. And it sucks because Peyton Turner was playing really well, too, before he got hurt. And I hope it's just a tweaked ankle and nothing more, you know? Coded collection, I can't believe how bad Penning was. Probably not the only one who was shocked. I didn't expect Penning to be a world beater today, but I did not expect him to be that bad because it got to the point where you're like, dude, take him out of the game, you know? Jack says, Mike looked good. Got to love the trio of him, Olave, and Shahid. Just got to stay healthy. I think it's a nasty wide receiver trio. Top three in the league if they're healthy. I agree. Tannehill should have had five picks instead of three with how he played. Yeah, and it might have been more than five, honestly. Max says, did Mike Thomas disappear after halftime? I had, I had to passively watch and listen while working. I don't know if it's that he disappeared. I just think other guys won their matchups and were the keys. Olave was insane in the second half. Shahid was really good in the second half. So, you know, it's, it's part of the game. When you have your moments, you know, I think that for, for Mike, he's done, he doesn't have to be that guy anymore. In 2019, he had to. There was no help around him. Brandon says defense did a good job shutting down Derrick Henry. Absolutely, no doubt about that. 
Jack says Mike made a clutch clutch on the, uh, clutch a clutch. Well, God can't speak right now. Clutch catch on the last drive to make it third and six. He did. Zeke says week one is always weird. Most important thing is just to get out with a W. No major injuries. Yeah, because even Peyton Turner, we'll have to see. But I don't think it was a major injury. Now maybe that's my optimism speaking, and I'm feeling a little optimistic on this Sunday. But yeah, I did not think that was a major injury. I hope I'm not wrong, but we'll see. Zeke says Saints secondary looks elite. It looks insanely elite. And again, when people say quarterback schedule doesn't matter, bull fucking shit. Because when when they showed the Saints quarterback schedule and we looked at it and there's not a lot of great ones and like week two is a rookie quarterback and week three is an unproven Jordan Love and week four is Baker Mayfield. You don't think that doesn't matter when the Saints secondary plays at this level? It matters, man. It matters. If the Saints play at their capability, this secondary is going to be great. And last year, Last year, the Saints had seven interceptions as a team. They had three today because they're at full strength and they're playing to their potential. So yeah, the weak quarterback schedule matched with the talent of the secondary. Lethal combination for the Saints. Japanese Hercules says, Penning stinks, full at 11. <laughs> yeah, he was not good. No doubt about that. Max says, props to Debo. Didn't hear his name until late in the first half, which means he was doing his job. Did his job, had one turn, one... A uh, stupid penalty that I didn't love, but I thought he played well. Also had the, the takeaway. Secondary's playing lights out. Lattimore may a Debo balled out and Turner cleaned up his uh, mistakes pretty quick. Uh, Carl says, can we get a pass interference call in the dome, go towards the Saints? No. Come on, you got to know this, Carl. Saints don't get PIs when they deserve it. Via Nick Underhill. Derek Carr talking about his interception. I was just being dumb. Accountability, no excuses. Yeah, it wasn't. A, it was a stupid pick. You can't leave points on the board. Again, good answer, but I expect that from Derek Carr. I don't think Derek Carr is ever going to give a dumb answer. Hale Mendoza, I promise once we get Taysom Hill involved with the read option with our running backs, we'll go crazy. I kind of think so too. The Seattle game ran the ball well. The Browns game ran the ball well. I think they ran the ball well against the Eagles too. I got to go back and look, but the Saints had games last year where they ran the ball extremely well. Just have to get into the rhythm and have different running backs in the game so you can have different looks for the defense. You can't just run it with Jamal Williams, who's a short yardage back, and expect that defenses are going to get thrown off by it. Just Call Me Trey says, not worry too much about the offense. They have plenty of weapons and just need a little minute to get the cohesiveness flowing. Pete's got to be better dialing up plays, though. Yep. I mean, but I did think Pete was is Pete was money when it mattered most. I want to put that out there, though. Pete was money when it mattered most. End around to Shahid. Let Derek Carr air it out. Wasn't scared to throw it, and didn't do this bullshit run it up the middle when we know we're going to get one yard or lose a yard. So Pete was money when it mattered most. Jorge says the defense was great, uh, was great. Um, except for pending the offense will step up next game. Who that from Portugal? That's awesome, man. I, I hope you enjoyed the game. Jack says preview for next week. Bryce Young had two picks today versus the Falcons. He did. I saw Jesse Bates had a really nice one there, kind of read his eyes. Saints are going to have to force more takeaways. And I think this is a very favorable schedule for them where it's like they can get out to a nice start here. They just got to play up to their potential and no stupid mistakes. Coded Collection says Peyton Turner's Davenport 2.0, soft as it gets. Bad luck, man. Bad luck. I thought Davenport would be soft with some things. Turner's is just, he gets held. They should have called it. And as he got held, he falls and tweaks his ankle. It's like the, it's the worst luck. But again, I get why people are frustrated. You got to stay on the field. DJ says defense wins games. Offense has to clean up sloppy mistakes, especially with Penning. Yep. Offensive line, if they get it figured out, I think the Saints are going to be at 11 and 16. But they got to figure it out because if they don't figure it out, they will lose games that they should win, like today. They were able to win today because the defense was lights out. But they got to they clean up the offensive line. 
especially against stunts, man. The stunts were, were kicking their ass all game. Hill Mendoza says, I'm really interested to see how Isaiah Foskey looks on the edge. I think he'd be really good. I'm curious to see healthy and a healthy scratch. Not concerned about that because your number one pick, he played well today, and the Saints have a very win-now capable team. Now, if Peyton Turner's hurt, probably means Foskey will be active next game, and maybe we see what he can do in a limited role. But again, I'm not worried about him not being there. They, they can give these guys time. The Saints don't need their guys to be impact players immediately. Brzee you do need because he's a round one guy, but Brzee already is an impact player. Brandon says, hopefully they start making some changes on that O-line. Yeah, I mean, more so adjustments. Got to help out your left tackle. I don't think the change is getting Penning out of the lineup. I don't know if that fixes everything. Maybe it does, and I'm being naive. But, you know, the, the Saints will have to be proactive. They start poorly against the Panthers in terms of protecting their quarterback. Yeah, you got to consider other options. You got to. Uh, Jake says, Lattimore's the best cornerback in the NFL. Don't got to tell me. I, I tweeted that he's top two and he ain't two. So, I, I think he's fantastic. Alex says credit to all the fans today. Had a big impact on Tennessee's offense with some penalties early on. Totally agree. Great comment there. In terms of penalties, if we look at them, six for Tennessee for 45 yards. So the yardage wasn't great, but a lot of false starts. Bayou Boys 504 says, Joe, Chris, appreciate everything you do. Let's have a great season. First off, thank you for joining the chat, man. It does not get easy if you guys don't end up coming in here and leaving your comments. It makes it a lot easier for this to flow. I really, really appreciate that you guys do that. So thank you to you guys. No, don't thank me. Thank you to you guys. Josh says that's a really good Titans team led by a great coach who had the number one run defense last year. I wouldn't hit the panic button on the old line just yet. Wouldn't hit it at all either. Week one, respectable D-line with Harold Landry, Harden Key, Jeffrey Simmons. So I understand that. And again, like you said, Mike Vrabel, he knows how to coach up his teams. At halftime, I legit thought the only touchdown we would score would be a pick six. Offense has to make the most out of defensive opportunities given. Complimentary football, guys. Totally agree. I don't think the Saints offense is going to be top five at all. I don't think it'll be top seven. I don't think it'll be top 10. Be a complimentary football team, and you'll get to double-digit wins. You're too talented not to, and your schedule is very favorable. New Daylight presents as Chris. You're better than our secondary, you legend. I am not. I appreciate the comment, though. That definitely makes me smile. Thank you for that. Max says, all right, Chris, drop your player of the game for each position group. Each position group. Woof. That's going to be tough. All right, let's go through it. Quarterback, obviously, it's got to be Derek because Derek Carr, uh, only quarterback playing. Running back, you know, you got to, I guess you go Jamal, but I didn't love that group at all. So it's kind of one you don't want to do. Wide receivers, got to go Olave. One is matchups consistently. Tight end, obviously go with Juwan. Offensive line, I would go with Ramchek. Defensive line is where it gets interesting. I'll go Carl Granderson, but Cam Jordan was great today too. And I also thought that Brian Brzee played well in a, in, a, in a role that wasn't an every-down role, but he really thrived in it. Linebackers, I don't really know. I actually think I might go Pete, but DeMario was so good too. That might be a pick right there. Cornerbacks, I got to go with my man Lattimore because I thought he could have had two picks and one being a pick six. And I just thought he was outstanding. Safeties, again, that could be a pick too. I thought May had the great pick, but Tyron Matthews' eyes were great. I thought the Saints, granted, got lucky with some overthrows from Ryan Tannehill, did not get uh, beat on big plays. So that that was key for them. Fred says, can someone tell me what Kirkwood does to justify a roster spot? Well, Fred, this is the problem. Kirkwood is supposed to be that guy making the crucial blocks, but instead, on a really, really nice run from Rashid Shahid, he gets called for holding, and that's just a really costly one. Really costly. So... That's where you miss Traquan because Traquan's in that role and you don't expect him to get called for holding, you know? So Traquan on IR, you're not going to have him for four games. 
Kirkwood can't do that. You can't be in playing your role and fucking up in that big moment because that's a big penalty. Jack says, thoughts on Baker and the Bucks upsetting the Vikings? I'm actually not too surprised. The Vi- I don't have the Vikings making the playoffs. The Vikings won almost every game by one score last year. You don't do that in the NFL back-to-back years. The ball bounces your way one year. The football gods don't let it bounce back the second year. And their defense does not have enough experience. Offensively, I don't love their O-line. I don't love the, the offensive weapons around Kirk. Obviously, Jefferson's great. Addison should be good, and I know Hawkinson's a, a, a really good tight end. But I don't love the complementary with the ground game in terms of all season long. Is Madison going to hold up as RB1? I don't know. But the bigger concern for me is defense. I don't think the Vikings have a good defense. And I think for, for, the, for the Bucks, I'm glad they won today. Anything to get them the fuck away from the Caleb Williams sweepstakes because I don't want to see Caleb Williams twice a year. So I'm glad the Bucks won today, and I hope the Saints kick their ass in three weeks. But I'm not surprised that they won. I'm not. Hill Mendoza says next game is Carolina. 2-0 maybe, probably with the way they looked against Atlanta. Should be, but they got to play, play their game, and they got to play, like you said before, complimentary football. Jack says cut Traquan and sign Taylor Lewan. I mean, they, I, I know you guys want to get rid of Traquan right now. I would keep him right now. Because we saw today with Kirkwood, when he gets that holding call, I know we don't like Traquan, but Traquan's not getting that holding penalty. So you might need him in those moments. But overall, that's what he's here for. He's here for those plays, the small things, and and Kirkwood can't be messing that up. He just can't. So we'll see what happens, obviously. But again, guys, Derek Carr made the clutch throws. Defense was sensational. And at the end of the day, a win is a win, and that's all that matters. Space African Jesus with a really fun question here. Who's the second best quarterback the Saints will face? To me, Trevor Lawrence is a clear number one. Okay, so I'm going to say that it's either... I'm going to say that it's either Kirk Cousins, Justin Fields, or Stafford. If Stafford's healthy, give me Stafford. But I think the Saints can handle Stafford. Justin Fields, I'm interested to see with those legs. Because he was he's explosive. But Daniel Jones could give them fits too, for sure. Hill Mendoza says, I pray for the Vikings down uh, for the Vikings downfall because of how they did Dalvin Cook and the play that shall not be named. Yeah. Fuck the Vikings, man. Uh, fuck the Vikings. I don't care that they lost and I don't care that the Bucs won because I think the NFC South will settle itself. I think the Saints and the Falcons are the two teams that will be vying for playoff spots. And I think the Bucs eventually over time will kind of trail back into where they belong. Again, that's the way I see it. Maybe I'm, I'm too pessimistic about them. I don't know. But I, I, think that, I think that that's how it will play out. But anyway, guys, I, that, that, I don't want to get too much into the Bucs because I'm not worried about them. I'm really not. Saints just got to take care of their business. Jack says 49ers, Eagles, two best teams in the NFC. I would think so. If, if they stay healthy, man, that's all that matters because those two teams are loaded and they're both well coached. So if they just do what they're supposed to do, they're, they're going to have good years. No doubt about it. Anyway, guys, really appreciate you guys tuning into this live stream. 1-0, that's all that matters. I'm going to do a, uh, a Monday morning live stream, different topics. We'll talk about some things that happened, maybe some things I missed, but a, a Monday morning live stream. So if you guys are free at 8 a.m. Central, uh, 9 a.m. Eastern, wherever you guys are located, come by Buku Media's YouTube page, check it out. I hope you guys enjoyed this game. I know it wasn't the most fun game in the world, but the fact that the Saints are 1-0 is all that matters. They're going to get better as the season goes on. I truly feel that way. And I think this defense is ready to rock. But that's going to wrap it up for this edition of the Straight Up Saints podcast. Thank you so much for leaving your comments, questions, predictions, all that. You guys are the absolute best. Can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Enjoy some football, man. It's back. Can't wait to see it. Have a great weekend, guys.